0: Hello and welcome to Start the Beat with Sykes. I am Sykes and this is my podcast. Now before we get started, I just wanted to take a quick moment to thank everyone who checked out last week's episode with Bars Blackman. If you are one of the people who checked out that conversation, I hope you enjoyed it and thanks so much for coming back. But for those of you out there who are new to the show, welcome. Feel free to make yourselves at home, and as always, there's beer and soda in the fridge. Now, before we get started, want to say a couple things. First thing being that the podcast is officially one year old today, which is pretty crazy. It's been a whole year since I started this. Uh, April 1st was the first, April 1st, 2014, I should say was the day that the first episode went up, and today as I'm recording this, it is March 31st, so technically, you know, it hasn't been a year yet, I still have a few hours, but it's been a year, and I think that's pretty cool, so I know there's a few of you who have been here since the beginning, and hey, (laughs) again, thanks for coming back, really appreciate it, it's crazy to think that I'm almost at 50 episodes and not slowing down anytime soon, but hey, Whatever, let's keep it going. Keep the positive vibes vibing. Another thing that's really positive that I want to mention to all of you is that the Sykes album is finished. Fucking complete. I can't stress it enough. It feels so great to be like, the Sykes album is finished. But there's still a lot of work to do from the promotions and business end of things. But if you want to hear any of the new Sykes music before anybody else, sign up for my email list because I am sending exclusive content to the people that are on my email list early before anybody else because if you give a fuck enough about what I'm doing to sign up for the email list, I think you deserve to hear it before anybody else. So you can go to sykes.fanbridge.com Dot com, and yeah, sign up for that, I'm only emailing you like once every other week, it's not a huge thing, okay, so I don't think you're gonna be getting emails from me every fucking day or anything, it's not like that, it's a very minimal thing, and just a way to thank those of you who truly do give a shit about what I'm doing, because it means the world, anyways, My friend Laura Lee is on the show today, and for those of you who don't know, Laura Lee is a, you know, a figure in the DIY scene, an artist, a musician, among other things, and that's what we're going to get into today, you know? We're going to talk about everything that comes with being a DIY artist and presenting yourself and trying to develop a unique aesthetic you know the DIY community (laughs) we're also going to talk about you know the connections that we have with each other as humans in today's society with social media and all that jibber-jabber as well as the connections that we have with ourselves just as people trying to figure it out it's a really cool conversation and I think you're gonna like it so yeah that's enough of an intro let's get on with it sit back relax and let's start the motherfucking bait what I know you as would be like an artist and musician Mm -hmm. um for yourself what do you think that you consider yourself more of like more of like the visual artist or more of like a musician
1: that's a really hard question because I think for me they're both very much connected okay
0: oh I think I can get what you're saying it's all Kind of connected, I think, for me, too, mm-hmm. whereas I don't do as much visual art as I used to. Mm-hmm. I still handle a lot of the way that my music is represented visually, like making my own videos and kind of, like, curating the ideas for, like, photographs and things that are going to be tied to my yeah, music. definitely. And anytime I, like, put out a piece of music, it's never... Like they, I always have some sort of imagery that's attached to it in yeah. my head that I want to get out there eventually. Yeah. And also now at this point, anytime I I do do something visual, mm-hmm. it's never just for uh, just for art's sake. It's always something attached to the music. So yeah. it's like super intertwined for me Definitely.
1: now. Yeah. Um, yeah. Totally all about that. I get asked a lot to do. Um, well, I used to a little bit more do uh, album art and. I do a lot of show flyers and stuff, and so i it, its they're all just interconnected, like, you know, it anything in- inspires me, so just even seeing, like, certain band names that I'm gonna put on a flyer, like, yeah. I get an idea in my head and just go with it, and <laughs> as far as my personal music goes, I, as far as packaging, I don't have all the resources that I would like to make, like, this beautiful, like, printed, like, album art thing, so yeah. I... When I'm doing my packaging, I like to do it in a cost-effective way, but that's still aesthetically pleasing or whatever, like, just easy stuff that I can do anywhere.
0: Um. And sometimes having to resource like that, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: like putting yourself in these like financial limitations will like allow you to like really get super cool things done that you might not have ever thought of before, because if you have a huge budget, Mm -hmm. it's kind of like, oh, well, the easiest route. But then if you have to, like, resource really, really hard, you can get really, really cool things out of it.
1: Yeah. I mean, some really um, awesome, like, album covers and album packaging. Like, I can't imagine how much it would cost. But they they look (laughs) so cool, and, like, that's what makes people want to, like, all, like, collect it. I mean, they might not even like your music. But I find that if people really do like your music, they don't care if it's wrapped up in a flyer for a zine, like, stapled or something with just acrylic paint and like stamps and stuff like they don't care they're gonna buy it anyways and yeah cool.
0: i think that it's very subjective
1: mm-hmm.
0: it kind of comes a it goes along with this thing like in the time that we live in now i think that we all worry so much about what other people think about the stuff that we're putting out there mm-hmm. but the reality of the situation is everybody has so much of their own thing going on that yeah it's not that nobody cares about what you're doing but it's Nobody's really that concerned. Yeah. They're not going to be like, you know, they're, we people aren't thinking about us as much as we might think that they are.
1: No, definitely. Um, during class today, my professor um, was saying that we are, and I don't know where he got this information from, but I trust him. He's a doctor or whatever. But, like, <laughs> he says that uh, we are the, the least engaged generation of all time. Like I said, that's a very broad oh, sure. statement. But like, like
0: engaged with each other. Yeah, oh. like
1: we're so, um, s- like consumed with ourselves. Like we're doing these speeches. It's for speech class. And yeah. He reminds us to remind people why they should care. Like throughout your speech, you know, this is why this is important to you. And oh, okay. Unless you're dragging them in like that, they're not gonna they're not gonna listen unless it has something to benefit themselves. It's kind of I don't know. It's kind of sad, but. Yeah, tis, tis the season.
0: I was having this thought earlier today because I just started like getting into like trying to use Twitter again <laughs> for like the like one millionth time. I, I this happens like every once in a while. I go through this Same. phase where it's like I I I want to use this. Yeah, and I've been using it, and I'm still using my Instagram and my Facebook and my Tumblr, and I'm starting to feel like I have like multiple personal like multiple personality disorder. Yeah, from like having to, like, because all of these different social media things, like, thrive off of different aesthetics of, like, human behavior. Yeah. And some, like, appeal more to me than others, and, like, how I normally act, but I find myself trying to, like, change the way that I think to use a specific application properly, and it's making me feel like I don't even know who the fuck I am. Definitely. It's really, and then it's, like, ugh, that's really, really creepy. Yeah,
1: you spend spend so much time thinking about um, the perfect tweet, you know, to to completely embody Mm. an experience Mm. in just 140 characters and make it funny that people will like. And I don't know. I don't know. I guess it stems from, like, instant gratification. I don't know. Like, the psyche of of us um, always just, like, updating Facebook. Twitter, Instagram.
0: I think it's, like, it's so easy to not give a shit about it, but as soon as you go into it and you see, like, oh, like, so-and-so got, like, five people to retweet his post. Nobody, what? what, Like, why not me?
1: Definitely.
0: And it's all just, like,
1: yeah, it's
0: all bullshit, but at the same time, if you're feeling some type of negative way about it, Mm -hmm. maybe it's not bullshit. Maybe it's, I don't know. It's like what makes you happy? Right. And I think that we're in this place right now where I don't think a lot of people really know what makes them happy.
1: Yeah. That's (laughs) very relevant, very poignant of you to say that, but yeah, totally. Um, yeah, it's weird. I've gotten myself into some trouble with Twitter and Facebook and stuff in the past, you know? Um, with Twitter, it was just so easy, just so easy, just like, bloop, like, whatever the fuck I'm feeling, just like, yeah,
0: put it out really there. Yeah, it's really amazing, I do mean to cut you off, no. but some people that I follow and I've been keeping up with since I've been looking, mm-hmm. how do you have that much shit to say on Twitter? Yeah. It's like, any thought that comes into their head gets put out there, and that is really weird to me. Yeah, Like, any thought. This is like do you have like a thing in your head like a chip that's just doing this automatically yeah. for you or are you like really just on your phone that much Yeah
1: That's crazy Totally I mean I I think mean, that I, it's I like really like addictive though yeah. I guess I think so I
0: think that if I had enough to like say like that I think I'm just like I'm like too reserved in my thoughts and mm-hmm. I like to like think about what I'm going to say and make sure that what I'm saying has some relevance to the world yeah. before I put it out there. Right. I don't just, like, want to...
1: Social put- media kind of puts into your brain that you're up on this pedestal. And, like, yes, it's It's very open thing that anyone could read it if they wanted to, but will they actually read it? Maybe. But yeah. you, you can't put it out there because maybe they will read it and this, that, and the other. Yeah. And then once you find, like, I don't know, it's like a genre of Twitter. <laughs> like, <laughs> like um, you know, for... For me, for a while, it was just uh, posting sad little shit. I thought about my life and stuff, and that's not really a good place to be. And then you have friends that you follow that it just kind of seems like almost like a dick-measuring contest of, like, who could be the saddest, you know? Oh, God. And, like, that's not healthy. (laughs) And then it's like, oh, okay, I could use it to just complain, and these these shifts kind of happen subconsciously. And then you kind of look through your Twitter, and you're like, wow, I'm a mean-spirited person. (laughs) Like, I should not be writing this stuff. And then occasionally get called out on it, and then this therein lies my Twitter now. I don't use it anymore, but I changed my name from whatever it was to just hearts, and I only post inspirational pet pictures with inspirational quotes. Okay. Um. So it's a very specific genre, but there are so many Twitter accounts out there like that, and, like, it's just so stupid. And then that's when the, the great farce of Twitter appeared to me. Like if you're in it, you're in it. And awesome people use Twitter and it's great. I can't (laughs) correctly. So it became cats and dogs with inspirational quotes that were just so made up and dumb. Um, so yeah, I just don't, do not really Twitter anymore.
0: (laughs) It's really hard. I think for somebody in my position, and I would think your position as well, Mm -hmm. where we are people doing something, because like, a lot of people use the social media as, like, that's what they do. Mm-hmm. Like, there's some people who just fuck around on Tumblr, and that's it. Like, they're just Tumblr. But we have, like, a life outside of social media mm-hmm. of creating art and wanting to share it with the world. So how do you share it with the world? Social media, social media is mm-hmm. one really, really convenient way to do that. Yeah. But it's, like, so hard to not cross that line of, like, just sharing your art and then letting it get personal. Mm Mm-hmm. It's... Definitely. Especially if you're, like, a solo artist, and it's like, how do you make that distinction? You know? Because, like, my Twitter accounts, my Instagram, like, like, all that stuff is, like, I guess technically my professional, like, rapper account or Mm -hmm. whatever you want to say, but it's also my personal thing. And, you know... How do you balance that? How do you keep maybe people that are just a fan of your music that might not give a shit about your regular life Mm -hmm. and then vice versa. It's hard to like tell who really cares. Yeah. So I'm posting things like, Hey, check out this thing that I did and you know, I have a lot of people that don't care. Yeah. And, you know, they're just like like friends and family type people. Yeah. But it's makes it really hard to gauge things.
1: It It is really difficult to kinda decipher yeah like what's personal and yeah it kind of i music is like that outlet for me i think now to air out that personal feeling and stuff and sure. i try to dilute it and disguise it as like hyperboles and you know euphemisms oh, yeah. and stuff like that and no matter how hard i try i still feel vulnerable when i do it and i mean it's not so much i still have my name attached to chattel Tail. it's still my stuff it's not like you know a show name or whatever. It's like, that's my stuff. Um, whereas Facebook, yeah, my aunts, my uncles, my mom, my grandma, like all these different people that I interact with in a different, um, way than people I see at shows or come to my shows. So it is really hard, um, to not post, like, I don't want to post the wrong things for them, but I want to post the right things for these people. And yeah, that's where multi personality <laughs> thing comes in. Yeah, that,
0: yeah, it goes back to that.
1: Yeah, so I think my solution for um, the feeling vulnerable conundrum was just uh, I looked at all these. I love yeah the I love music but going to shows and you see um so solo artist is a very different feeling than when you go see bands like there's so much noise sometimes it's even hard to hear the lyrics and yeah. I like that there's something about that I can still feel something but it's not so direct it's not like um I don't know basically I wanted to be in a band I wanted to be in a loud band so that way there's more to distract them from me singing about yeah. The, the bad feelings. Sure. And the good feelings. Um, so that's kind of where I started to try and get other people involved. And, I don't know, Dylan Chiflow is drumming for me now. And it's definitely louder. It's, I can't hear myself sing sometimes when I perform with him. So i reached that goal. Okay. Um, but he, then I get people who, who love, like, my acoustic stuff. And I feel like people more likely to come out for an acoustic show of mine than an electric show personally just for my band. I mean, but I've lucked out with getting put on some really good shows with my band. So, it's I still I still feel vulnerable though <laughs> cuz I still am writing songs about pretty personal shit. And if I try and like peel that back, then it just feels too basic and it struggles of being a songwriter. I'm sure you can relate. Yeah. You you want everyone to relate to it and feel something about it and this is why you need to care about this thing. Um, but I don't know it's still Feels
0: weird. I think that it's good to be vulnerable as long as you don't, like... If you could be, like... If you could find comfort in that vulnerability when you're performing. Mm -hmm. Because for me, it's... I want to see that whoever is performing gives a shit. Mm -hmm. I want to be able to tell that it's not just for show. Right. Like, I'm at a show, but I want it to be real. Like, it's... And... There's a lot of contrived stuff Mm -hmm. in any art. But, you know, when you're on this, like, underground DIY level, you come across so much um, bullshit. As much bullshit as there is as much talent. It's, like, an even amount. Right. And it's, um, I think it's great to be vulnerable and just let it out. And, Mm -hmm. you know, it's very, uh a good release yeah you know i've been playing shows for a a really long time and i you know i got the band with sykes that i play with sometimes now and that's great because again i feel like the attention's not all on me right you know and i have other people backing me up i still get like nervous and weird doing like a solo rap show yeah and it's been i don't i feel like if you give a shit about what you do i don't think that feeling ever goes away like, I'm confident, I'm not, like, thinking I'm going to fuck up, but I'm always still just, like, nervous in a way. Yeah. I always get that, like, feeling in my chest.
1: Yeah. But, uh, yeah, with anything, uh, sharing yourself completely. So
0: Especially with, like, always in front of, like, new people. Because it's, uh, it's, like, any yeah. show I play, there's always, even if it's just one new person,
1: there's still it's still just, like... Getting out there, pushing a little bit farther, uh, you know, uh, yeah. It makes me feel really nervous just thinking about it, um... <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I still yeah, I still get nervous every time I play a show. But I've gotten so much better. When I first started playing shows I sang so quietly.
0: I think very, I saw I mean, your first show.
1: Yeah, it was just a very shaky, very just uh, like just bad And I'm
0: pretty sure it's the only time I've ever seen you, to be completely honest.
1: I'm not trying to seem like I'm totally arrogant, but I've gotten a lot better, especially when handling myself in front of other people and um I I mean, I like my music a lot more now than I did then because I feel like I've grown. Um, I could say the same. I think
0: that's the point. Every day, you want to take a step further, step Mm -hmm. forward, not a step back. I've seen that you've been doing a lot of things. You're just involved in a scene that I'm typically not involved in. Yeah. You know, it's another thing that really, really sucks about being a creative person is that when you, like, get this group of people that you have in your life that you want to stay in touch with that all do creative shit Mm -hmm. it's like you can't always like support them because you're always like focused on your things and it's so hard to there's always a dozen things going on at once like on friday i got like a you know facebook's like Event reminder: So and so starts at seven o'clock on Friday. When I got out of work, I looked at my Facebook, and I had like notifications (laughs) for four or five shows starting at like seven seven thirty eight, and like half of them are like house venues that are, and like it's awesome that there's so much going on. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, it's like let's condense this a bit. Like, do we need to have
1: all those different like
0: five house shows going on at once with you know yeah. Like, ten kids at it. Or can we, like, put this together? It's like, not all of these bands need to play every fucking weekend. Let's curate this a little better. Definitely. But also, everybody has that passion. They want to play and they want to do stuff. And you can't, like, take that away from them.
1: Right. Yeah, no, I I definitely agree. Some sort of coordination should go on. Because at that point, you're getting these touring bands to come through. And maybe every time that the same touring band comes through, they tend to get more of a following in Pittsburgh, but it's really hard if as a touring person to go into a town, get to the show, and just be like, where is everyone? Not that you're expecting like sold out coffee shop, like yeah, like Uh stage diving. No, it doesn't, it's not like that, but to tour... You have to have money to put into your gas tank and to buy food and stuff. And like, so when people come out to the shows, you want to meet them, you want to interact with them. But also, it's like a very important thing to get their donations so that way you can keep going so you don't get stranded in like Colorado or whatever. (laughs) So I always feel bad when I get asked to play shows and then I go to the show and I'm really excited to play it and I try and get out some of my friends, but like, no one shows up. And, like, this touring band, I watch them, and I'm like, hell yeah, you guys are awesome. And then, like, I feel so inclined. I'm like, I just want all your merch. Like, let's, like, Mm -hmm. be friends and stuff. And I think that's really important, the friends and networking and all that. But I just feel so bummed sometimes. I just feel bad. Like, I wish more people were here, Mm -hmm. but, oh, yeah, there's a show at Roboto. There's a show at Bates. There's a show anywhere. Like, there's so many shows going on. And especially in the winter, it's really hard to just even get out of the house sometimes. So... In the summer, it's more like explosion, like everyone go out, go to all these shows, but now it's just kind of, uh, maybe just put all touring bands together, it might be a modge or of shows, like different genres, but it might be a little bit better for the touring people.
0: It sucks, it's why i have like, part of the reason I don't play out as much as I could, Mm -hmm. like around here, it's like I only play one show in Pittsburgh like once a month, once every other month, because if I want... To get people to come out to see me play, Mm -hmm. that's the only way it's gonna happen. I can't play every weekend. I mean, I might be able to like play every weekend, try to stick myself into different scenes and meet new people Mm -hmm. that wouldn't typically see me play. But for some reason, it just that doesn't seem to work.
1: Right. Yeah. It's. It's. I mean, it's really hard. And I'd imagine I don't know much about the solo rap scene. I'd imagine it's. Not completely different, but it is a little different to book tours and stuff, you know? You don't have, like, um, you you have friends and you have your band now, too. But, like, I I think it's kind of hard because there's not always a really strong um, hip-hop or rap scene in certain areas, you know? Like, sometimes I get people who... um, contact me um when i used to do shows at evolver they still contact me like hey yeah. I'm, I'm a solo rap person i rap person that sounds really stupid but <laughs> i rap um spoken word whatever and i'm like hell yeah because i'm all about it like i want to help them but they come here and there's not a lot of events like that here at least that i know of but i play ukulele so <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's just kind of so far away from me but not really at all um But yeah, playing out is fun, but I wouldn't be able to do it unless I had friends that cared about me my music and going out with them and touring and stuff, but it's really challenging. And it is hard, too. I I find um, when I first started playing shows out, I was just so amazed people wanted to book me on shows that I was like, Yes, yeah, so I will play that show. Yes, yeah, so I will play uh-huh. that show. And then you get all these different shows, and then you realize, oh, okay, I've been playing a lot of shows recently, or I've been playing a lot of shows. Period, like just throughout the span of these couple months, and then you're like, okay, well maybe now I can be a little bit more selective with the shows, and it still is like a, it seems like a surplus. You you don't want to be playing, you know, a show every weekend or a show three days in a row. Or whatever, unless it's like, you know, I'm playing with my band this night, I'm playing acoustic this night, then it's kind of okay. Yeah. But it totally just kind of dilutes it, and like you said, there's so many people in the area that, like, want to play for people, and for me to get put on this show, even if I really want to play it, what about those people that didn't get asked, yeah. and they don't get to play as many shows as I do? Um.
0: I guess it's kind of like a weird thing. It's like, you know, that's a... That's supporting the scene in a way that a lot of people, I think, don't think about. Mm-hmm. You know, is passing on a show. Being like, I'm still going to come to this show. I want to be there. But, you know, I know this kid that's awesome that just started playing stuff. And you should really let him on the show. Because, hey, I just played here two weeks ago. Yeah. You know, I might not even be able to bring that many people out. But right. this kid just started playing. And, like, he has a bunch of friends. And yeah, bring them in.
1: Definitely. That's
0: definitely not something that really works with the hip-hop scene. Which is, I mean, I really haven't even been actively involved in the hip-hop scene for a while. Mm-hmm. I kind of, like, removed myself from it because I never really fit in with it. But I've never quite fit in with any specific scene. Which has kind of allowed me to get on to, if I could convince a promoter to let me onto a show, Mm -hmm. you know, or if somebody knows who I am. It's like, I'm always like the odd bird in any show that I play. Mm -hmm. But I'm like, uh, I, so I have the band, you know, and it's like, well, that makes it easier to get onto rock shows now. Whereas before like a rock show and me just show up, just rapping, I've done it. I've done it. Yeah. You know,
1: but that sinking feeling before you start, like, are they going to get it? Like, yeah,
0: I mean, it, but it's like that. I think that like, For some reason, before I was in, when I first started doing psych shows, Mm -hmm. I wasn't in any bands at all. All I had was the rap stuff. And I was just so hungry to perform that I didn't give a shit. It never bothered me. Like, I don't care. It's just me up here. You're going to like it. Fucking deal with it. Like, you have to reckon with this. (laughs) There's nothing you could do about it. You can leave or you can sit here. Yeah. And we're going to... Focus. You know, we're going to, yeah, let's, yeah. let's try to do this, Yeah. but then I like joined a metal band and then it became hard after that point, even though it was a completely different style of music mm-hmm. after being on a stage with people behind me and then going back to just like
1: being trying yourself.
0: to rap by myself, it never felt the same uh, since then. That sucks. But, um, in some environments it's okay. Like yeah. if it's like an exclusively hip hop show that's different. Yeah. But like just like going on to a rock bill by myself, I can't do it. It's just it feels too weird. It feels yeah. I feel like a karaoke artist. Yeah. or something. And no, but
1: you're great. Um you shouldn't feel that way. Um but I can understand why you might like uh I get asked to play shows I get asked to play shows a lot. No, it's not like that. But people ask me to play shows, and I might have never met them. And sometimes they're scam artists, like, oh, you know, sell these tickets or whatever. Sure, sure, sure. But, like, people, uh, they're like, oh, we're going to do a mixed-genre show. And I'm like, okay, well, here are the other bands. And I start looking at all these other bands, and I'm like, okay, well, this is, like, death metal, and, like, <laughs> this is, like, dad rock, and this is, like, acoustic John Mayer stuff, and, like, uh, no, I don't want to be that odd yeah, bird. I don't want
0: to... Some, like, I like mixed genre. <laughs> I think that it's actually really cool to have a show where it's like there's one real crazy band and then one band that's not so crazy than, like, the weird rapper. and like, But as long as it's all kind of, like, still within, like, a alternative... I'm not trying to say, like, hip. Yeah. But, like, you know, like, something that's, like, all of these are different but mm-hmm. you could probably find them all in, like, the Urban Outfitters music yeah, section. So definitely. it all kind of, like, even though it's different styles, it's still kind of different styles that one person might actually like. Yeah. As opposed to, like, there's not many people that are going to be, like, fuck yeah, ukulele, and then, like, fuck yeah, grindcore.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah, definitely. In, this, in the
0: same evening, yeah. at least. Uh, I mean. Yeah, <laughs> it's not
1: really... I don't know, um, speaking of tour, this one time we showed up at this coffee shop in, like vermont okay um and it was fine i i hopped on the I, I guess i was supposed to be on the tour and then i wasn't but what ended up happening was most of the shows i played but i split a set with person i was on tour with so we got to this coffee shop and we find out who we're playing with and it's like grind core and like these these metal bands and these like and then like this person this other person who was just solo acoustic but like saying like johnny hobo like you know just like really weird shit and like Then, like, the hardcore kids came in, and, like, I used to be that. I used to be that person. I wanted to be that person, and I found that it made me very uncomfortable being that person, so...
0: What, like, the, like, like, the hardcore, like, very, like, physical, getting pumped into it kind of thing? But
1: I still get into it, but in a different way that's not, like, I'm gonna throw my fists in the pit and stuff. Um, So, and I guess I attach, like, pretty, like, awful memories with those times in my life, too, so... Um, I see these people come in with like their furl hats, like flipped <laughs> up, and like shit written on it, and like jerseys and shit. Yeah, and yeah, I'm yeah, just yeah. like, you know what? Fuck these assholes. And so I'm like, I just want to play one song, one song. That's it. And like they're like, yeah, yeah, you can play a song. And I have a song called "A Memory of Fuck You." And um, I, when I play it, sometimes I say, okay, this is a, about a, a hardcore singer. Um, and I played it, and it's just like, okay, this girl with the ukulele, who's just like yo, you need to listen to me. Let me play this song. And I just played it, and I sat down and kept drinking my coffee, and I was just like, okay, cool, what's up? And then just let the show go on, you know? And yeah. It, yeah, it makes you feel weird, but those that was one of the moments where I felt like I had something to say to these people, and even if they couldn't figure it out because I was singing about birds and singing about animals and shit, mm-hmm. in my head I'm picturing, ah... Yes, yes. (laughs) Fuck you. Sure. Yeah, but I don't know. I try not to write spiteful songs, but that was the one Uh, that I was like, yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah. I think that I've... I'm like in the process now of finishing up a new album's worth of material. And it is very spiteful <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's difficult going to and, sometimes and
0: like yeah Cause that's the shit know, that
1: gets your blood pumping like
0: yeah i i had a, i went through i think a lot of stuff because this album kind of came together over the past like two years mm-hmm. i'd say from this point to like two years ago and just a lot of like things with like friendships falling apart and this whole like life like where am I at what am I doing with myself so it's like I try to write stuff that I know and just write about my life yeah you know and that's where and the, so this album's just very personal and very bitter mm-hmm. but you know I'm typically like a pretty nice person oh hell yeah so but yeah the the the, the album has some tood <laughs> it has some toed, but I think it's good yeah I um. think that I think that it's stuff that most people could relate to, you know, like those kind of feelings that like, you know, people have, but they don't want to express, you know, that little fuck you that's in everybody.
1: Yeah. Oh, for sure.
0: That's, 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 that's who I'm, that's what I'm trying to reach out of people. I'm trying to connect with your fuck you strings and just be like, yeah,
1: fuck that. It's easier to access than you would think too. I mean, like that song I was talking about, I feel like a lot of people have responded to that one specifically, because they they get it. They oh yeah, I get I get that. So it's very easy to pull out of people. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, um, one of the I think the most recent song I've ever like actually fleshed out and written most of it. It's not finished, but um, is about not. I've never written a cute love song with a happy ending. Like that's like one of the lines where I repeat over and over again, um, and it's kind of like making fun of the perception of ukulele players in general too like you know a lot of people oh she's a girl with ukulele is she gonna sway back and forth is she gonna sing about sweaters like i don't know um (laughs) but like i i haven't i've never written a happy love song ever and like even if i'm like so in love i can't do it i'd rather write about that breakup that happened two years ago sure because those raw emotions of pain and bitterness and feeling alone and feeling forgotten and feeling like, like that, you know, you know, all yeah. that shit. It is so much more, e- like, maybe that makes me fucked up or maybe that makes us <laughs> as people fucked up that it's more easy to grab onto those bad feels than like those good ones. Um, but well, I, I don't, think... I don't go to shows to, to listen to happy music.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you you know? know, I don't listen to really like happy music in general. Mm-hmm. I think I'm always drawn to stuff that's a lot darker. Yeah. Even if I'm in a good mood, you know, it's like Same. Like, you know, Devil and God. Wow, this is uplifting. <laughs> yeah. And um it's I don't know why that is. I just think that it just feels more real. Mm-hmm. I think that a lot of like happy music just feels contrived. Like yeah. it doesn't feel genuine uh, and like i don't maybe i've just never had those feelings right <laughs> and, you isn't know, that
1: terrifying though like <laughs> i think but, but damn it like there i can totally get down with some pop songs though and like oh yeah it sure. doesn't it doesn't feel real but i can still dance so it's fine <laughs> i
0: think that you know i think that it's not <laughs> that it's because a lot of stuff that we were saying might be like a sad song. I think there's like a fine line between something being sad and something just being like the way life is. Yeah. You know, like it could be like, life's never like an incredibly awesome thing on like a level that's so unbelievable. But it's also at the same time, it's never like, you might have just been like, oh, this is the worst day ever. This is the worst time. But really in the grand scheme of like your whole life, you know, it's mm-hmm. like, eh, maybe that really isn't so bad. Yeah. You know, I think it's just really easy to think that think the worst when you're in it. But, I don't know. I used to have really bad, like, anger issues and, like, mm-hmm. temper problems when I was in, like, high school and, like, like a, my fair share of, like, embarrassing memories of just, like, not being able to handle my shit. But, like, Same. being able to, like, process things and just being like, this sucks, but it's gonna be okay and, like, figuring out a way to be productive and move forward Mm -hmm. is like, it's a hard thing to do, but it's, Oh, isn't it great though? It's like, yeah. If you, if you're able to achieve that, then it's much better Yeah. because otherwise all you're doing is actually making your situation worse. Definitely. If you know, so, yeah, I
1: think it's, it's a beautiful thing to be able to take these really hard situations and make something really real and tangible from it. And instead of moping about it or complaining about how shitty things are, like, you could have been doing something about it. Or if it's nothing you could do, you could be making something about it, you know? Yeah. Like art or writing a song or whatever. Uh, um, record yourself on your way home from work just talking. You know, anything. You might not always have time to pull out pen and paper, but... You can do something about
0: it. Yeah, you know it's it's you know it's some it, it's. I'm trying to think of a good analogy. It's not going to happen in the time okay. this short time frame that I needed to, but. Yes.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You know, I think that Totes.
0: life for me is pretty good on the the grand scheme of things. Like thinking about like all of the things that I've accomplished and where I'm at. You know and. Like, I've done a lot of cool shit. And, but sometimes, like, your ego can get in the way of that. Yeah. And really fuck it up because, you know, the fucking internet. Back to that social media (laughs) thing. Everybody puts themselves on pedestals trying to, like, outdo each other. Dick swinging, you know? Yeah. And it makes you feel so low. Yeah. And it's like.
1: Like, oh, like, shit. They have, like, 500 likes on Facebook? Yeah. Like almost 300 and i'm like super excited about it like yeah i just try and stay humble like uh, yeah and it's
0: just like even more like on like a like life like itself it's Mm -hmm. like think about it's like okay like wow like i have a job that i like and i have good people in my life and i do art that isn't bad and i get to share it with people and you know the world might not know who i am yeah but I don't know who those people are either. Right. It's like, rather than trying to worry about what's outside of the bubble so much, it's like give as much attention and care to the people who do know who you are and yeah. the people who do respect you and care rather than always trying to like look past them for something more, trying to act like you're like this huge, awesome thing when yeah. it's just like, no, I'm just a dude, yeah. you know, and got all my like friends and let's just, let's, let focus on this. And yeah. if, this if i can make this get bigger and bigger great but i want to have like a grasp and actually have a connection to everybody that i'm making stuff for
1: yeah definitely it means a lot more to me if i were to have 50 random likes on facebook it means a lot more to me to have one person that i maybe vaguely know or know kind of well or don't know hardly at all come up to me um, not even at a show, just, like, they see me, like, I've had your song stuck in my head all day, that means so much more oh, to sure. me than those it's likes nuts, ever yeah. could, or, you know, oh, like, I felt really, I felt things about the songs that you're saying, or whatever, like, those, those are the moments that are, like, and that sounds, like, totally cheesy. like, those are the moments that make it worthwhile, but I kind of mean it.
0: <laughs> no, yeah, I, uh, it's, like, a really, really, really funny moment. I have, like, this stupid song... And, like, there's just, like, this, like, tongue-in-cheek line at the end of one of the verses when I'm just, like, burn a fucking church to the ground, hail Satan. And at one of my shows, I was playing out on Butler. And sometimes, depending on the show, I don't say that line. Because mm-hmm. it's just, like, it's, like, I see, like, there's, like, some older people here, and it's a joke, but I don't want to be, I'm, like, conscious sometimes of my and surroundings.
1: That would definitely. You gotta. You know?
0: It's, it's like, if you know what's going on, but it's, like, with all this music's going on, you can't hear what I'm saying. The music stops there. You, it's like,
1: you hear it's very that. in
0: your face. Yeah. Okay. So there was the show in Butler. Mm-hmm. I didn't do it, but when the music stopped, half the room said it Yes. and I was just like, yeah, <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's awesome.
0: It was like, cause usually I just let it go. But that one time and that was awesome. Because it was, like, it was the the second time that I had played out there. And, uh...
1: They knew.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And it it felt, like, really, really cool that... I think it felt really cool, obviously, that people knew the words and people were listening outside of... Just uh, that
1: one interaction you had before.
0: And it also was, like, this cool, like, punk thing. Like, I didn't want to do it, but little did I know, they fucking did it. Oh,
1: totally. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, yeah, it does feel good. Yeah, group sing-alongs are, thing- yeah, those are good feelings, too. Like, oh, help me sing this one. And then it's just, like, the whole room, like, what?
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> what is this? So you've been playing now, performing for, what, over a year, yeah. year and a half-ish, yeah, somewhere like around there. Um, you were doing a lot of, like, art and other things and tattooing and stuff. And Are you still into that stuff, or is music, like... Really taken a hold on your creative outlets now.
1: Um, I think I'm an artist through and through. Sure. So, um, I'm gonna whether I know it or not. I'm artfully making my bed. I'm artfully brushing my teeth. Anything yeah, I like can that. Rel- yeah, 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 yeah so, I know what you mean. Um, it's it's still very much a part of my life now. I had kind of a a sad ending with tattooing and the fact that I was involved with a shop that I could not be there anymore. It was not healthy for me or the people there, so I had to leave. And um, it kind of left a foul taste in my mouth, so I actually have not worked at a shop since. Okay. And um, not to say that I haven't tattooed, not to say that I'm completely done with tattooing, um, not to say that I don't love tattooing because it, it does mean a lot to me, but it definitely has kind of taken, um, a backseat. Sure. But, uh, I still make art all the time, um, and it's, it's never, like, the same thing over and over again. It's just, like, I have my sketchbook right now, I'm just gonna draw, or, like, I'm just gonna paint, whatever, or, you know, mm-hmm. etc. Um, my music stuff is, uh, <laughs> I can't make art when I'm driving. I was kind of, I hinted towards this earlier, but, um. I, dr- I have a really long commute to work. Um, okay. I, like, to d- drive 45 minutes to work to and from. So get done with nine-hour days, and I'm, like, got a tune in my head or, like, a line in my head, and I'll just put on my microphone, um, like, recorder on my phone, uh-huh. and I just sing. And a lot of the songs, um, I have so well, many songs that I haven't finished that are just, like, on my phone that it's just, like, acapella. And, but then some of those songs I've made into, like, you know, actual full-fledged like awesome. songs. So I guess um, I'm able to do music in my car half fastly or maybe I'll record myself playing a riff or something, and then I'll replay it over and over again in the car and try to write that way. Um, and it, I wouldn't recommend multitasking when you're driving, but I, I've <laughs> driven, like, the same way, like, three times a week, so it's 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 not that big a deal. Um, but with, um, I don't know, music, I guess it, it hasn't really is not really at the forefront of my life um, it means so much to me but it's it's a uh, it's fun for me just like art is fun for me but um, I'm going to school now for art and sign language so I think that art like it, it, it it's always taking different forms but right now I'm super focused on like realism and life drawing and stuff so cool. it's hard for me to go home and just do like whatever I want with my paintbrush I want to make it look like a real thing okay um, so i'm very driven that way with my art um but i still make collages and shit i don't know i'm kind of just like I, I don't have rules i mean yeah. and then it's just like whatever is convenient <laughs> for me to do at that time um if i can't get my printer to turn on then i'm not going to do a collage that day you know <laughs> and then, or like if i can't i don't know if i don't feel like putting getting water from the sink for my paintbrushes, then i'm not going to paint <laughs> yeah um if my ukulele is out of tune probably won't pick it up unless I have my tuner <laughs> on me. I'm not saying I'm always lazy, but there's other things I can be doing. Yeah. And if it's easier for me, it makes me feel fine and I don't know.
0: Yeah, I find myself I try to be very meticulous with how I schedule my free time. Yeah. And I only get so much of it, you know, it, and but more often than not, There's always like this weird thing Like something comes out of nowhere That I have no reason to do I'm just like really inspired to do this one thing And I'll just put everything aside For a week just to get this one Stupid thing done out of nowhere And then I don't even like share it with the world You know, It's just kind of something that It's like this feeling of total Just uh, self indulgence Of creation And I wish that everything could always feel like that because for me you're saying like music's not like on the forefront for you but like right now for me it is mm-hmm. and I think it's important to keep it fun yeah but there's a lot of times when it's not fun or it is fun but it's fun in a different way yeah it's like exciting but maybe not necessarily fun yeah because right now I'm like in this process of really trying to dive into really hardcore like business stuff for, like, putting out this new album. Mm -hmm. I want to, like, try to give it, like, an insane push. Something that I've never done before on a really high level. Because I always doubt myself, you know? And I'll spend all this time working on this project, and then I just put it out, and I just, like, hope that it's going to, like...
1: I'm just going to put this
0: here. Yeah, I'm just going to set this over here. Because, like, all I want to do is work on stuff. Yeah. I don't like the like networking or the having to like find like what magazines might like this what writers reviewers bloggers things like that but so much it's intense it's fucking intense and that's why successful musicians have like pr people that do this shit for them but i don't yeah and it's like i the only way it's gonna happen is if i do it so now i need to like learn this new set of skills and it's hard you know i've been writing stupid rap songs for like 10 years and like I've gotten pretty good at it but I don't have 10 years to learn how to become like a PR agent. Yeah. It's like I try to like cram in 10 years of experience into like four months and see Mm -hmm. what happens.
1: Yeah I don't know it seems pretty um, difficult and I don't know um but it's that I feel like if there's ever a time in the history of the world where you would be able to do it. It's right now. Yeah. You know, you have unlimited resources. Um, as far as like information goes with the internet and, um, it's like such a good marketing tool, I think too, like networking in general. You have
0: to, like, and, um, to like figure out how to use it right.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Because Cause there's a lot of
0: bullshit. There's so
1: much and you see a lot of times people like the GoFundMe or like the Indiegogo or whatever, mm-hmm. like, um, you know, support my, my record, support my short, uh, film, support my tour van, support this, support that. And it's like, you want to help all these people that you kind of know or whatever. And it's like really hard. So you want to set yourself apart from that, you know, push yourself further than that. But like I doing anything on your own is hard, but it's, there's an appeal to it that is like so much more satisfying when, if you actually can do it is like the best feeling in the world. Other than like, I don't know, (laughs) You can't, you can't hire a PR team. Yeah. No. So we were talking about like, you know, having limited means when it comes to putting out albums and stuff and how like, maybe that's like the best route for it because you produce these things that are like wicked awesome and maybe it's, it's not easy to do it that way, but you're doing it that way. Yeah. And, uh, so I feel like the same way with like anything DIY. Yeah.
0: I mean, that's what happened whenever I put out my last album. Mm -hmm. I, uh just got the records made and then like i did all the packaging myself and spent a ton of time doing it and it ended up not being incredibly cheap but they look cool yeah, Heck yeah. <laughs> you know so yeah super stoked on that
1: definitely and i think it i don't know i love seeing that like you um i don't know i like I don't know, you go to a show and and you like maybe an opening artist like they have like all their they their albums and they're all spray painted and they look slightly different than the one uh-huh. before it. and like i just I, those inconsistencies like i don't know they just seem like a bunch of little artist proofs and i guess that's a yeah i'm an artist through and through that whole thing yeah
0: i think that that's something that i wonder how much like the normal person appreciates that yeah. kind of stuff versus
1: Yeah. Oh, like that looks a little shifty, you know, it's like not in a plastic case or whatever, you know what I mean? But is that really like the crowd? Is that your demographic? Well, yeah.
0: You know, I think a thing that's actually really interesting too about the stuff that we do, even though we make completely different styles of music, the styles of music that we make, the people that listen to it, a large majority of it are also artists themselves. Yeah. So I feel like whenever we're putting up material, we do kind of have, like, an extra difficult thing to achieve if we're, like, as much as you may want to admit it or not, whenever you're putting something out there, it's like, I want people to like this. You kind of want to be impressive and, you know, set a standard for people to be like, holy shit, you know, that's really cool. Definitely. And, you know, again, most of the people in our peer groups are also creators as well. Yeah. So it sets the bar a little higher. Whereas, you know, if you're just, like the the like little high school pop punk band and like a good chunk of your fan base is like you know just like kids that are in the school and like the people that think you're cute that just come to the show to like right. hang out and uh then it's a little bit easier to just like not have to worry about uh impressing the other people yeah. that are creating stuff
1: definitely i feel like i've i've made uh some creative decisions with, like, packaging or what I put up on, you know, anything. Stickers, t-shirts, anything like that. Um, I Yeah, I always, like, wanted to do my own art and stuff. But then I think, well, if I'm doing all these show flyers, if I'm doing all these album covers for myself, then, like, what, what's the point in that? If it's just, like, this one-man show, like, what's the point in that? Sure. Um, so, as, as much as I like it, and I'll always have, like, a hand on it, but I... I've really enjoyed like um, I, I did my baby's first T-shirt. I did my first T-shirt for my band, um, mm-hmm. and I had my friend like collaborate design with me. Mm-hmm. And so we both drew part of it, put it together, screen printed it together, and uh, it turned out really awesome. And uh, or I had my uh, another friend like start to design stickers for me and stuff. And is even though it feels kind of strange to me like losing control, like I'm not because I really believe in my friends as artists too. And I think that people want to see constant change. Yeah. You know, they they get bored of the same thing over and over again. I can only draw pretty ladies and, <laughs> and and cute rats. Like, so many times before, they're like, okay, we get it. Yeah. And what else can
0: you? Well, I think that, you know, it's important to establish an aesthetic for yourself. Um, but you also, it is really important to work with other people. I think a huge thing in art is collaboration. Yeah. I think it's what makes art across any... Medium, whether it's like music or film or a painting, like, can be really, really beautiful if it's a group of people, even if it's just like a, a couple people or a huge collection of people. Definitely. So I spent a very long time being like, I don't want other people recording my music. I don't want other people doing graphic design for me, da-da-da-da-da, but, like, over the years, you know, I, because I didn't know anybody that did anything anyway, so it's not yeah. like I even had anybody to push out. It was like, I'm the best person I know at this, so I'm gonna do it. But over the years, you meet people that are really cool, that care about what you're doing, understand your vision, yeah, and they're, they're talented and capable, and it's like, you're building up all this stuff on your plate. It's like, why not bring some of my awesome friends in on this yeah. and see what they can bring to the table to make this even cooler. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, it's like nobody's going to give a shit if they see the back of my CD and it's like, "Oh, you mean <laughs> you mean Brian didn't record produce master this do all the graphic design oh this guy's a loser right he didn't do all that himself what a he's a fucking poser he's a fake
1: yeah you know it's like yeah sometimes (laughs) it's really impressive to to be like yo look at all this stuff that they've done um but at the same time it's like oh wait they got this person to do that like that's awesome like sure
0: and then also it goes back to the very beginning of this conversation where Nobody really cares. Yeah. Everybody has so much of their own thing going on. Mm-hmm. They might not even read that shit. Yeah. You know? He knows.
1: Yeah. You I, have I, no idea. I tend I just oh, it makes me feel okay. It makes, that's why I say music's not really at the forefront or whatever because I, uh, if I focus so much on music, I feel, I feel like I get myself into trouble if I focus too much on a certain thing. I just, no matter I like what,
0: how, I like how you always phrase things as getting yourself into trouble.
1: Yeah, well, that it's true, cause <laughs> like, I mean, I'm not always innocent, like, yeah, I fuck up, I'm not perfect, but I feel like I could just keep, keep on keeping on, and then all of a sudden someone just, like, aren't like, Side no. Side swipes you. Yeah, so, sure. uh, yeah, I get myself into trouble because I make stupid decisions, or, people around me make stupid decisions or I don't know. Life doesn't make sense, I don't know. But uh like yeah, stuff, things, I don't know. Yeah, I do I I do say that a lot.
0: <laughs> it's cool. I I I, I yeah. like it. <laughs> it's a good it works. It makes sense. Yeah. The um so the future mm-hmm. of your music, it seems like your output's probably gonna grow mm-hmm. more than anything else, especially now if you're incorporating more people into your music and wanting to do like more of a live band type of thing. Yeah. Um, do you have any plans for like recording or you just kind of like taking it as it goes, like not being stressing out too much about it?
1: I think one of the, um, it's uh, the age that I am now and the age that Dylan is in and, um, what, my peers are mostly doing right now it's college and if they're not in college they just like want to do whatever the fuck they want with their life so it's really hard to make plans yes. and make them solid even with my own self. Yeah, so, totally. I went back to school so it's kind of like I that, that is my main focus. So I can't really and, and then I have to work to live so mm-hmm. that whole thing. So it's um It's kind of like, Dylan and I talk about recording, we want to put out tapes, we want to go on tours, we we want (laughs) to do all this, we want to be a real band, we want to be like a real band, you know, have promos and stuff like that, but, um, I'm in no rush, um, and as as long, I don't ever want it to get to a point where, like, all of a sudden, months go by and you're like, shit, I haven't played ukulele in forever, like, shit, like, am I losing this? Am I like, I don't want to lose this, and you, like, have to hold on so tight to it, but... Um, I kind of just let it do its own thing, because yeah. if if I try too hard, then it's the contrived thing, and that's no good either. Yeah. But <laughs> I'd like to just keep, I, I'm an opportunist, too, so I just kind of, I was like, oh yeah, I can totally do a tour, whatever. I, it's, <laughs> but if I have to plan that tour, it just, a week before, like, shit, how am I going to go to the West Coast for a month? Like, uh, I probably should have planned this a little earlier. And then just not go, because it's easier to do it that way. Um... Uh, I'm not lazy, I swear. <laughs> but um, yeah, we have plans, and you know, maybe incorporating other members and um, maybe recording ourselves, mixing it ourselves, trying to get someone to put it out on tape or you know CD or whatever, or maybe go somewhere and have it recorded. And um, I don't know. it's i I have support from my my family, from some friends and stuff, so I just uh, take that for what it is. I'm not really. I don't want to be famous for for that, or maybe I do. I don't know. I'm just I'm making music to make music, and I'm making art to make art, and hopefully I can f- smush it all together, and it can be w- w- how I make my living. So I can spend more time doing that as, as opposed to yeah. working in a pizza shop, going to school. Like,
0: yeah, all I that. hate like so much of my time is. You know, I am basically between like commute to work, at work, and getting home. It's like 8 a.m. to, like, 7, 7.30 p.m. every day Mm -hmm. is gone. Gone out the window. And if I want to have, like, an easy day, I try to get to sleep by midnight or 1. Yeah. So we're talking, like, this 8 p.m. to, like, midnight. That's four hours out of my day now that I have on average to do all this other stuff that I want to do. It's, like, I'm working every day and to, you know, pay for this life that I have. But if I can't live it. Ha- live it, it drives me fucking crazy. Yeah. I mean, luckily I am fortunate enough to work in like a field that's like I care about cuz I work in the music industry technically. Yeah. That's <laughs> like a way to make it sound like more glamorous than it is. <laughs> but I I do. Yeah. It's not like I'm working at Starbucks anymore yeah. or anything like that. So, it's not bad, but also it's like would I rather be here working on selling other people's music or be working on getting my music into the world. Yeah. You know, some days when I have to like pack records, it's like every record I'm packing, I'm like, this should be my record. Then I just start getting like really spiteful feelings towards like the people on the record. Like this guy looks stupid. <laughs> Who would put out his record? Why didn't he put out my record? Yeah. Just get real bitter, <laughs> but.
1: Yeah. It's, it's, I mean, it's easy to get better about work too. Uh, but, yeah, I think it is totally a human condition. Like, I have to make money to live, to to own a place to live, to eat, to travel, to do all these things. Where's the time go? You know, like, like yeah. it, then you're at work. So, I work nine-hour shifts three days a week. I go to school four days a week. So, seven days a week, I have commitments. Yeah. And occasionally, I get some days off, and I just... I try and make sure I push myself, but sometimes it's just so hard because if you're working all the time, schooling all the time, sometimes you just, like, want to just chill out, you know? Hang out. I was
0: was just saying today that, like, I want to just, like, take a week and do nothing. (laughs) And do nothing. Like, I can't remember the last day that I did nothing. Yeah. It's always something, which is good. I'm more than happy to be busy and productive and... Continuously doing things Mm -hmm. But it's like Fuck Just let me Sit around I think On Thanksgiving Thanksgiving I didn't do shit I didn't go anywhere I like watched Four movies on Netflix Heck yeah Made food for myself And it was awesome Yeah It was great But then like I think there's people That do this like Every day And like That bums me out
1: Yeah No, totally Yeah and You can totally Get into funks Like I don't know I just feel like Treating yourself Taking self care Like so important Absolutely um, but to at a certain point, it's no longer self care; it's self harm. Like you know, sure. like if if you are constantly if you're constantly working, that's bad. If you're constantly not working, it's bad. <laughs> if if you're con- if you're doing anything on constant, chances are it's bad. Um, unless it's being happy, but yeah, how do say, we make ourselves happy? I don't I know. I think
0: that like you just like I don't know. I think that if you feel like I think just like happiness is just a state of not being like of just not thinking about it for me that's what it is
1: huh
0: it's just like i'm not thinking about it yeah i'm not like
1: yeah because i just I, I, like just...
0: chilling it's like you know that like you know like when you walk out of the house like you're able to just go out of the house and then like you're around for like an hour or so and you're like oh shit it's a nice day yeah that's like what happiness is like it's like being able to like just like walk around without like all of these extra layers on these like layers of like feelings and masks that you're trying to hide from the world, but just, like, comfortably walk around in a nice t-shirt. Just like, shit, yeah. weather's nice.
1: Yeah, that's a really, really nice way to put it. (laughs) Because, I mean, when's the last time we were completely devoid of all bad feelings? Before we knew what bad feelings were, like, when we were, like, younger, like, there's always something, and it might seem trivial now to think about that boy you liked in the second grade who didn't want to kiss you, and (laughs) accidentally you punched him in the face or whatever, like, all (laughs) like, those things that, like, make you so unhappy, then uh, it keeps going, like, there's always going to be things that make you unhappy, but really happiness is just, like, yeah, it's cool, this is life, it's cool, um, so yeah, I... I think as a generation, I'm not trying to as a generation, I guess I do that voice a lot too. Um, I'm not trying to sound pretentious when I say as a generation, um, I think we have a hard time recognizing being content, you know I need this, I want this or I imagine it this way or whatever. just be you mm-hmm. know it's it's a miracle that not a miracle, I don't know, but it's a, it's a it's a great thing that uh, I don't know being an artist is so hard it's really not that hard it's awesome it's yeah. really great and people um i'm sure i don't know how you are with math and science and stuff like that but i'm like absolutely horrible with it yeah. like even like the littlest shit and i'm just like wow that's like even like magic cards like the, like the crazy shit right like yeah. that's so cool that you're into that and then they look at my art or my my music or whatever i'm doing they're like I can't do that and how beautiful that is. And like, they, they must think being an artist is so awesome or, you know, or I might think like, that's a really cool skill to have, but I, I think I left out being creative. Even I think if just like, it all,
0: it all leans on where the fuck your interest is. Yeah. Nothing is hard. Yeah. I mean, like if we wanted to, like if we gave a shit about it, we could be building roller coasters in a few <laughs> years. All right. Yeah. Like legit fucking roller coasters. Yeah. <laughs> If we gave a shit about it. Well, but yeah. I just don't care. I like roller coasters. Yeah, they're fun
1: to be on. But it's just Kind of like, terrifying.
0: I don't care about building roller coasters. Yeah. And like, I don't care. I never gave a shit about math. It just didn't make sense to me. Yeah. But like, drawing fucking makes sense, you know? Yeah. Like, recording music makes sense. Yeah. Editing video makes sense to me. That's Lighting
1: stuff. a room makes sense. Or sure. organizing... Th- yeah, yeah. I so think I think
0: it. it's just what you give a shit about. It's yeah. not a matter of like... Being smart or dumb, I think everybody has amazing potential. It's just they need to give a shit about something. That's the problem. Some people just don't give a shit, or they haven't found that thing that they're passionate about. Yeah.
1: And and how and how like, like how, how haven't you found y- it? Yeah, no, like, cause I I feel like I've I've found it several times over oh and yeah just i've, I've on, found too many things yeah <laughs> i'm just trying on these different different hats and like i, I can't even like <laughs>
0: maybe we should give some of these hats to some yeah, people <laughs> wouldn't
1: it be nice if it worked that way
0: yeah i don't know
1: but sometimes you just want to be just like do it like what do you mean you don't know what to do with your life like just uh, uh, come on like and it, it sometimes it just doesn't make sense for people like i don't know hmm for them
0: (laughs) yeah yeah that kind of goes back to like that um wanting to even outside of like wanting to be supportive of people in your scene or whatever but be supportive of other humans in general Mm -hmm. but then at the same time kind of like this like well survival of the fittest i guess like if you want to be boring and not take any initiative at all like eh, whatever yeah i'm gonna go about my business those are people that i usually tend to just like push out of my life. If I realize, like, somebody has come into my bubble that is just like a life suck. It's just like, you're not going to be rude, but we're going to slowly kind of get you out of here because you're fucking with my vibes. Yeah. It's like, I just want to always be surrounded by people that give a shit what they're doing. I don't care what it is. You know, as long as like, it's not being an asshole.
1: Yeah. Oh.
0: <laughs> just like, Same. you know, if, if you, somebody is like really into science and like they really give a shit about yeah. it, fuck yeah, cool. Like you want to work at the zoo and you care about animals, awesome. You like daycare, like you care about kids and upbringing, great. Like, yeah. like you know, you are really passionate about like working with addicts. Like that's scary, freaks me out, but awesome. Yeah. Cool, let's talk about it. I just like people that are passionate, passionate. and give a shit about what yeah. they're doing.
1: Yeah, I, f- I feel that way. I mean, this might be like totally off topic, but I feel that way um, when I meet people who are very religious, okay. I, I look at them and I'm like, that is really awesome. I'm super like, yeah, supportive of that. I'm not a Mormon, you know, yeah. or like, I'm not like that. I don't really subscribe to that. But like, I totally appreciate passion as like being passionate about anything, mm-hmm. you know, like, yeah. I, it's a beautiful world we live in. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> well... I'm gonna wrap up. Cool. I wanna thank you for coming over.
1: Yeah. It was pretty sweet. Yeah, went okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Wish you the best with everything. Yeah, thanks. And
1: yeah. You too.
0: Oh, thanks. Not enough <laughs> people care.
1: I care. Thanks. Uh huh.
0: Alright, and that's it. Okay, bye. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> and that is all, folks. Thanks so much for sticking around. Hope you enjoyed the conversation. Laura Lee is great. Awesome talk. Was really glad to do it. Hope to do it again sometime. You know how it is. Um, I will be back again next week with another conversation. Same time. Same place. Same channel. Website. Whatever. You know what I'm saying. I am Sykes. Start the beat. 2015. Woo! Woo! Thanks for listening.